I'm Seth Andrews, and what you're about to hear is a true story. It was the 1904 Olympic Summer Games. It was the men's marathon, 24.85 miles that would be run in St. Louis in the hottest part of an August summer day. And this marathon would become one of the strangest races of the 20th century. So bizarre that the Olympic Committee would soon consider abolishing the event for good. Fortunately for us, they did not. Among the contestants were 10 Greeks who had never actually run a marathon in their lives. There were two South Africans. They arrived standing at the starting line barefoot. There was a Cuban national. He decided his trip from Cuba to the United States should include a detour to New Orleans, where he would gamble away all of the rest of his traveling money and have to hitchhike 670 miles from New Orleans to St. Louis. It was just that kind of event. The marathon itself would begin with five laps around a big stadium track and then spin off track onto a series of country roads, and the athletes would cover most of this long distance on these dirt roads, breathing up the dust that was kicked up by the wind and the chase vehicles, and the shoes of the other runners. And after more than three hours of pushing their burning legs through the winding roads in 90 degrees Fahrenheit, they would again come back and find the stadium, do the last circle, and cross the finish line. And at three hours and 13 minutes after that starting gun, the American runner, Fred Lors, did cross the finish line. And he did so in a way that would soon strip him of his gold medal and almost get him banned from the sport for the rest of his life. But I'm going to come back to that. The silver medal went to Thomas Hicks. He was another American, and he was a man who would have, or at least should have, also been disqualified. Thomas Hicks was in the lead after 15 miles, but due to heat exhaustion, he almost passed out until his friends dosed him with strychnine, which is essentially rat poison. This was supposed to stimulate his nervous system and get him back in the race. And so Thomas Hicks got back up and ambled and rambled and hallucinated his way through the final miles all the way back to the stadium, but he could not close the final turns. He couldn't do it. And so his team grabbed him under the armpits And as he shuffled his legs as if he was running, remember his feet were not touching the ground, he shuffled his legs as they held him up and walked him around the bend over the finish line. Thomas Hicks had lost eight pounds in three hours. And thanks to the strychnine, if it had not been for the doctors on site, he would have died on the spot. And then there was the Cuban gambler, the hitchhiker, named Anderin Carbajal. After he'd already lost all of his traveling money, he would continue his bad luck. In the middle of the race, he decided he needed calories. 
And lo and behold, on the side of the dirt road was an orchard with apples. And so Anderin ate some apples, which were rotten. And it wasn't long before he doubled over in cramps, dropped to the ground, closed his eyes, and slept it off. <laughs> he slept for the entire rest of the race. There was another runner who had to be hospitalized. He had internal hemorrhaging. The dust had gotten into his esophagus and damaged it. One of the teams was testing the effects of dehydration on runners, and so they limited their provisions of water, you know, just to see what would happen. You can imagine how that turned out. And then we come back to our first place finisher, the gold medalist, Fred Lors, the man who would almost be banned for life. The spectators saw him as he entered the track at the very end. After over three hours, he looked surprisingly fresh and springy after 25 miles. And this would be understandable because Fred had gotten help. At the nine-mile mark of the race, Fred was exhausted. He got severe cramping and he stopped running. But his manager would help him cover the next 11 miles. And when he reached the stadium and he broke the finishing tape for the gold, the crowd went wild. Until the Olympic authorities would do a little investigating and disqualify him from the entire race and ban him from the sport for one year, giving his gold medal to Thomas Hicks, the man who had been carried while running in the air. All of this just a strange sliver of sports history. These bizarre stories of the gambling-addicted rotten apple orchard sleeper, the hallucinating, wandering, strychnine-eating, leg-shuffling winner by default, and Fred Lors, the man who had the gold medal for less than an afternoon, until the Olympic judges found out that Fred Lors had covered almost all of the last half of his Olympic marathon sitting in the passenger seat of his manager's car. And the story of the 1904 Olympic men's marathon is a true story. TrueStoriesPodcast.com